If you're tuning into the Latched On Podcast, I assume you're already following or you've already subscribed. If you haven't, make sure to tune into our YouTube channel and subscribe. Like or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to view all of our content. Our website is a hub for all of this, including new blog posts and a way of listening to the podcast and viewing our YouTube channel videos. Our website is AppalachianOutdoors.wixsite.com slash AppalachianOutdoors. Check out all of our content, and we will see you in the woods. Welcome to the Latched On Podcast. The Latched On Podcast is about the outdoors in Appalachia. Everything from hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, bushcraft, and woodsmanship. And digging into the depths of what makes this area of Appalachia so unique as a whole. It's time to strap in for the Latched On Podcast. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of the Latched On Podcast. We're actually doing a little different of a podcast today. We're out here in the wonderful wilderness of southwest virginia we're going to do a little gear talk a little uh um video on gear talk it's going to integrate with this podcast so it's going to be a different format but it's going to look great but zach's going to talk about his gear setup and i'm going to just comment and you know ask questions about it that you may have and uh we're gonna hand it over to zach for right now all right glad to be here again guys so i'm gonna make it short and sweet and to the point um go over the just right now is just the gear that i carry so not the i'm not going to go over my bow setup or my tree stand setup this is just going to be all the stuff i keep with me um you're going to see a trend and uh i have copied some other people and you can say i drank the kool-aid or whatever you want that's fine it doesn't bother me uh, i'm trying to imitate the people that i know are really good at what they do and killing bigger deer so that's if it works for them then i think i can apply it to me and it'll work for me so um, I've always kind of had more of a minimal setup anyway, or just a minimalist idea, and try to take as little as possible when I go for just whitetail hunting. So I've really dialed that in this year. This stuff right here, some of it I have used in the past. Some of it's all, a lot of it's brand new for this year. So this can change. So this is a preseason gear list, and then uh, I'll add and take away or whatever I need to do throughout the season because I'm always going to stay adaptable. So, <clears throat> so I'm going to get right into it. Um, so to start with, I'll just talk about, um, I use a, I'm going back to a tree stand this year. I used a tree stand and a saddle last year. Um, and I, every, every time I got busted personally, it was in a saddle. Um, I move too much and I don't prefer the saddle. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Anybody uses either or whichever one that's fine. Whatever works for you. That's what I want you to use. Okay. Tree stand works better for me. So that's what I went to. However, I do use a saddle. Um, as my harness. Um, I don't really use it as a hybrid either. I know a lot of people are doing that. I just prefer the saddle as a harness because it's a very minimal way to do it. So I have a lineman belt. Um, it's the, I think it's eight millimeter Oplux, uh, whatever that rope is. I made it myself. I just ordered a length and I already had some carabiners from climbing. I use uh, just a Prusik knot with a tender on it so I can get away from more metal. Um, I, did have, I do have a Ropeman one. I do like that, but I just wanted to try to minimize as much metal and weight as possible. So um, that's what I use. I use it for both. Use your imagination on how I use it for um, my uh, lineman's belt and my tether. Okay, um, I'm a grown man. I can do it how I want. You can do it how you want. Um, that's fine. I'm not really worried with my climbing abilities and me falling. Other than that, <clears throat> I'm not affiliated or sponsored by any of these companies. I just have companies that I've tried and I like. So if I like their stuff, if their stuff's high quality, um, that's what I use. Uh, a big thing for me, if it's made in the USA, I'm probably going to lean toward it. That's just my personal preference. Um, so 
my lineman's belt I made, and then my saddle, I'm not going to pull it out, but I have a TX5 minimalist saddle, and I like it because I can put it way up high on my hips and not have to wear it in with the leg straps if I don't want to, and I can stay super minimal like that. If I ever do decide to try to just one day I need to stretch my legs and sit like a, in, a, in the saddle, I can stand up and do it, okay? So that's what I do there. I was about to say that's the best option about you're not really doing the hybrid setup, but mm -hmm. where you have that option, if you want to take either a better shot or stretch your legs out, mm -hmm. you can kind of hang lockier in a saddle. Exactly, yeah. And that's, I mean, honestly, that's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Now yeah. we've been talking about it more and more. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are going to it, and I understand why, uh, but I really like the, um, to sit, you know, the sitting down and shooting, sitting down and everything. If you don't know how to do that, I recommend just setting your stand up on a tree at ground level and practicing, because um, that's how I usually do it. Um, that's how I did it. Um, that's how I've done it for a while. So other than that, uh, I will talk about, I am going to try and film my hunts this year. Um, I did a little bit last year, but didn't really get into it. Um, this year I'm going to try. So I went pretty minimal on how I'm going to do that. I'm just going to use my iPhone and a GoPro and just try to use those two and see what cool stuff I can put together and, uh, put it on, uh, use some stuff, let Andrew use some of the footage and then I'm going to use it on, uh, I'll probably post some of it to my YouTube channel and see if it takes, uh, see if it does anything. So You'll see that. The GoPro and my phone is obviously being used in this video, so I don't have it. But um, uh, the first thing that's out, because that I'll probably wear it in, is this little alligator clip. Uh, it's just a little cheap one off Amazon. It swivels in different directions. Your GoPro goes on it. And uh, I plan on probably just hooking it on my backpack strap. So I have it on just in case I see something walking in. I can click it on my shoulder. And uh, I'm going to practice shooting with it and see what angle it needs to be at. So hopefully if I do shoot one standing up or on the ground, I can have that on video, um, but also when I get in the tree, I'll explain I can use this to clip on a limb or even clip above me and have it as a second angle camera, and this little alligator clip's pretty strong, um, or worse come to worse, um, I can turn my hat around backward, and I like putting it in the strap of your, like the adjustment strap of your hat, I like strapping it in that, it actually seems to be pretty secure, so I do that. Um, I, I do drink water, I know a lot of people can go without water when they hunt, I just absolutely cannot. I usually have to carry like anywhere from two to five liters, depending on how hot it is or how far I'm going. But I have a system to help with that. Um, I'm just going to try and take one Nalgene this year. And uh, it might not be this one, but just a liter bottle of water. I have a little uh, pouch on my hip belt. Um, it's on my scouting pack right now, but it normally it'll be on my suspension system for my strap. And uh, I'll go into how I can acquire more water with that uh, later in the podcast when I get into the, in the video, when I get into my other stuff. So uh, right here is just, a, I'll, I'll just briefly go over it, Lone Wolf Custom, uh, Lone Wolf Custom Gear 0.5 TX5 suspension system on it. Um, and right now I have two of the Latitude Carbon SS sticks with a two-step aider um, on the bottom stick. So I just have one two-step aider and two sticks. Um, last year I didn't hunt any higher than uh, 15 feet was the very highest, but most of the time I'm 12 or under. Um, so that's going to work out good for me. Um, I'm going to have another tree stand set up that I'll go into when I talk about those. My son is actually probably going to go to this one and he's going to hunt a lot with me this year. So I like him having these carbon sticks because they, they are a little bit quieter than metal, even when they're taped up and, uh, it'll be less likely for him to bump stuff. So he's probably going to run just three of the three sticks with no aiders because I don't want him right. trying to deal with the aiders and stuff. Cause he's new to it. Um, and then I'll have a, another custom gear stand with, uh, probably the metal steps. So in case we have to get in separate trees, he can get in his own tree with carbon sticks and I can get in my own tree with my, uh, the lone wolf custom gear double steps. So, 
don't I'm not 100% sure exactly how I'll run it sitting on here this is pretty similar to what it'll probably look like so I'm gonna pull off what I have this is just held on with the cam, cam buckle um, if you I'm not gonna do like a gear review of like the the custom gear stands I mean there's there's probably a hundred of those out there and uh, same thing with the latitude sticks it seems like everybody put a video out for them so I'm not too worried about doing a review of them you can pretty much see everything you need to already on YouTube I'm not gonna kill a dead horse so I'm just gonna set these sticks to the side um, in my opinion not dogging them but I do not think they sound like rattling antlers at all um, so I still take mine up some I got some more taping to do um, they're they are quieter than metal but they're that's the fakest rattling antlers I've ever heard so <clears throat> anyway um, and then on the seat we'll set um, the lone wolf custom gear pocket arm with uh, just a little Amazon uh, Ulanzi ball head and uh, it seems to be doing pretty good I've not filmed with it yet obviously I've, I've used it in the yard and stuff I had a different camera on last year and it was loud had a ratchet strap and everything else it was still a lightweight one but this one right here is bar none like putting it on the tree and it's dead quiet and just filming with myself too. it's lightweight yeah i think um i can't remember the weight on it um like i said i'm not going to do reviews on it there's reviews on every bit of this yeah that's not what this is so um but yeah it's dead quiet it's lightweight and uh just the very simple filming that i want to do i just want to capture stuff to remember it and i'll probably put it on youtube just for fun okay um and then once my kids start hunting it's mainly going to be to fill my kids exactly. that's the main reason i want it for memories okay so like i said you'll see a trend you can say i drank the kool-aid or whatever you want but the custom gear stuff works if you haven't used it and you hate on them that's fine um the what i have used from them is amazing and um so far like i mean it's it's not going to get any better than a lightweight stand set it's up really good high quality stuff i mean yeah that's it's what i like about it yeah it's exactly like i was always tempted is it worth the money and as soon as i held it in my hand i understood the craftsmanship and the american made stuff that went into it so and the same thing with the lone wolf pack so this is the lone wolf custom gear waste pack yes i left the patches on it if you think they're tacky that cool whatever you do you boo so <laughs> um we'll just get into this so my plan is to only run this if i have any clothing i will just roll it up and have it strapped to the stand um, I've not decided if I'm going to wear it in or in early season, I'll probably just set it on the seat and throw it in the strap just because it'll be one less thing I have to actually have on me. And uh, it's easier to carry something on your back than your waist, like when it comes to the frame pack style. Um, once I start putting clothing on it, I can throw it on my waist, whatever I have to do. My plan is right now, and like I said, this may change and I'll adjust it throughout the season. So by the end of the season, I'll, I'll have it tweaked in and dialed in exactly how I want it. Um, my plan is once I get to the stand, Obviously, you have to take your stand off, get your sticks off anyway. I will then clip this on, and where I'm going to run the Lone Wolf Custom Gear Double Steps, I'll have my cam buckles in here. My bottom stick cam buckle will be used to hold my stuff on my stand. I'll have two other buckles in here. One will be for my second stick. The other cam buckle will be for my third or for my stand. So I only need three cam buckles because I only have three things. Um, there's a sleeve down here for the cam buckles. If you don't know, you can look up the cool review that Lone Wolf did on this, okay? So we'll go outside and work our way in. Um, just for extra, I might ditch this before the end of season if it's just in the way or what's going on. But it's the tripod that came with that ball head for the uh, the little Ulanzi um, or Ulanzi, however you pronounce that. It's a flexible tripod. I can wrap it around limbs. I can use it as a selfie stick, whatnot. I can still screw my GoPro to it and just have a just a single plane. It doesn't adjust unless I put the ball head back on it. But I can also use it to use my phone and recover. Uh, you know, for self-recovery and get some hopefully cool cool footage. I may or may not keep this since I have the clip. I might not need it, so we'll see what's going on there. Uh, so it's just a simple flexible tripod. 
um, on the right side here, I have the uh, wind checker. It's the Lone Wolf um, gear, custom gear one. <clears throat> it's got the, I got a cotton ball on the bottom because I don't, I can't really find milkweed around here with the compass. Um, I used to keep cotton balls in my pocket. Don't worry, I, buddy. I got milkweed at my house. I'll okay. get you some. <laughs> well, either way, <laughs> I used to just keep them in my pocket, which worked fine. And then I had a wind checker, but it was pretty cool that it came together. I already made an order, so I threw it in for an extra, you know, couple bucks, whatever it cost. Um, <clears throat> so that's in there. I got it clipped on. Um, the front pouch is a rangefinder pouch. I have just like a little wrist lanyard so I can pull it in and out easier. And then if I absolutely have to, I could, you know, I can take a shot as long as I'm quiet with it. But that's not the idea. It's just something that helps to hold it on because I don't keep it tethered to me. I have a bino harness I may or may not use. Um, I, I might get into it. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, we'll see how the season goes if I seem that I want it. I do like how this will hook on the seat below me. Um, and this will hook between my legs on the stand, and I can get everything out of it with real minimal movement So and not have anything on my chest and uh, just kind of in the way to where I have to move it, take it on and off to put on layers and everything else. So that's kind of what I wanted to go away from. So I have that there. In this little other outside pouch, I have um, power bank. It's just an anchor, 10,000 milliamp. It'll help me keep my phone charged because I use it for filming, but I also use it for mapping. It also, I can hang it up and run the cord out of it and keep my GoPro charged for filming. <clears throat> so I can run both cords, from one for my phone and the GoPro, and I can charge them both at the same time. I keep the cords in this little pouch, so that way it's all together because anytime I need one, I need the other. So I just leave that in there. Um, on this side, I just keep a little zip saw. Um, it's pretty much the same one. I think it's Outdoor Edge. Or, no. Maybe it's not. I don't know who it makes it. It's like 20 bucks, but I like how minimal it is, and it slides down in there pretty well. Um, and then I just keep the little Gerber. Uh, I can't remember which one this is. The Gerber Vital, I think is what it's called. It's the, it's the small one, and I keep a little Ranger band on it so it won't unfold in my pack or nothing. Um, <clears throat> I like it. I have some extra blades in here. Um, this is really good. I uh, took apart two i think two different bucks last year with uh with this and you can get away on that bigger buck i did have switch blades once on the little buck it didn't take no time and one blade did the whole thing i literally uh debone or i didn't debone it i quartered it up in the field and packed it out just with that little knife <clears throat> i always carry a pretty hefty uh, pocket knife like just a bench made so if i need something that's a little bit bigger for the joints or whatever i have that in my pocket i carry it every day so um, i'm not worried about having that little surgical blade um, in the very back, there's a little pouch. It's a, it's a Velcro pouch, so obviously it's the only time you want to get in it when your hunt's over. But back here, I keep um, a liquid IV, um, a little backup flashlight. It runs off one AAA, uh, a little mini bic. I'm going to lay some of this stuff out. I should have been laying it out as it was. Um, a rangefinder battery. Um, my license. We can do it online uh, on our phones on the app, or we can use a paper copy. I have a paper copy. Um, I'll probably stick with that um, or just use it as a backup. And then I have like a little thin super pack. I think it's like two or three extra blades for that uh, Gerber bottle. And other than that, that's all that's back there. So everything that's in here, I won't need until my hunt's over or something. The reason I keep a liquid IV is because I got stranded um, last year with my 10 pointer. I was way back in the woods and I drank all my water and there was a creek nearby, but I didn't have a way to purify the water. And um, I was it, I was pretty deep and I was by myself. So by the time I got out, I was really dehydrated. I was getting muscle cramps and everything. So I have this in there for like once the hunt's over. Um, I can mix that as soon as I get the animal on the ground. I'm probably gonna go ahead and mix this up and be drinking it while I'm processing the animal in case I do have to pack it out or just a drag or whatever the case is. 
that way I can go ahead and replenish some electrolytes and get some sodium in me. Um, so that's everything on the outside. Um, I'll go ahead and get into the inside. I'll start laying this stuff out. So I picked up a pair of the Bushnell 8x32s. Um, 10 buys, in my opinion, are just too much for the whitetail woods where we're at. I think, uh, I don't mind them. I mean, there are places in the big timber where they're very, very useful. Um, but where I hunt is pretty darn thick because I'm bad to hunt in the bottoms or just hunting super, super thick stuff. And I very, very rarely use my binos. So I almost, on it, like, there's a chance that I might even lose these. There's just a lot of weight and, a lot, and, in my opinion, a little bit of bulk for how often I use them. So, but I got them, and uh, there's a good chance I'll keep them for the majority of the time. Just to the side I have stuffed um, is two 6 a.m. Uh, game bags. And it's just these little reusable uh game bags i think i have one medium one large um if i debone a deer i can get everything out with this um if i quarter it up i can get out everything that i would i can haul in one load in these uh with the bone in and then when i get to the truck i can either take it out put it in a cooler or whatever i got to do and then take these back in to get the rest just depends how i do it so there's that i have a um super short because i hunt so low it's not very long but it's a bow rope and I just have a closed loop on one end and I stick it through my limb and just loop this around my stabilizer on my bow and hoist it up upside down. And then this is the Night Eyes uh, Cam Jam. This is the plastic one, I gotta tape it up. And that I can clip on my waistband or my saddle or whatever and go up and everything's kind of quiet. Uh, um, but the reason I have the cam jam on it other instead of just a regular carabiner or S-clip is because I can use this to strap all my clothing and stuff to the to the stand and just pull this tight and then once it's pulled tight um it doesn't loosen up and then till i want it to so it's just a super quick way and efficient way instead of trying to tie some fancy trucker's hit notch or whatever the case is it's a lot quicker and more efficient on the stand to strap extra layers and stuff too um because i talked about water i have aquamira part a and part b um it's water purification drops um, for one liter, you drop seven of both in the top of this one lid. It'll turn like a yellow Mountain Dew looking color. And you pour it in your water, shake it up. 15 minutes later, it's purified. So I put this in there because last year I got stranded without water because I took like three or four liters in with me, but I drank it all because I'd walked so far back. Um, like I said, I know some people can get away without it. I can't. I just, I drink a lot of water. I'd probably drink over a gallon of water a day um, on a regular work day. So um, I'm doing this to cut down on water weight and not having to have a pack at all and i will literally just probably every time i run over a creek or come to a creek i'll probably just down whatever's in the bottle refill it and go ahead and treat it and then while i'm walking it'll be treated by the time i need more water so that's kind of my plan there we have a lot of mountain streams a lot of springs a lot of creeks mm -hmm. um i'm usually within half a mile of a water source yeah, i'm about to say the best part about like going through your getup right now is it's giving like you're taking from the best and I'm taking from the best, and then I'm also taking ideas from you. Like mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that we went through a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, it get, it's like blows my mind. And of course, I give you some yeah. ideas, yeah, and it changes our whole setup. So that's what I'm saying. You know, we'll get back to the gear review here in a mm -hmm. minute or the loadout. But uh, the best part about it is, especially if you have a good hunting buddy that's like minded like you, mm -hmm. start sharing ideas. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes you'll come up with um, problems or solutions to the problems mm -hmm. that change everything yep and uh like i've looked at your setup and you've 
I've given you some ideas and you've given me ideas and it's really refined and streamlined our setups. Yeah, and that's it. That's what that's what I want to do. I want to streamline it and I want to make it efficient. I mean, that's as much as as efficient as I can be and quick. So yes, I, I have Sawyer water filters, yes, I have live straws and everything else. That stuff takes time from hunting and that's why I'm there to hunt. I'm not there to hike and, and it's not I'm yeah, not gonna have you're, you're not going in for like three or four days. This is like for a daily hunt. Yeah, this thing. is just I, I mean I can make it eight hours. If I absolutely had to, can I make it eight hours without water? Absolutely on a hunt. Yeah, but you don't uh, want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I just that's not what I want to do. I want to enjoy some of it. So you could say that's a little bit of a um, comfort item, whatever. I just like I said, I, I work out a lot, I need a lot of water and that's just the way my body type is. So that's the fastest, easiest way I found to streamline it. And these are only an ounce a piece like the bottles are. So I, extra two ounces is lighter than any water filter that's out there. And it's it does take 15 minutes to do, but it's not 15 minutes of me taking the time to do it. It takes me 30 seconds to mix it up, pour it in the water, and, and then walk off. And yeah, then I'm about to say, you're walking and I'm that stuff's perfect. my hunt, exactly. So yeah. I don't have to stop and do all that. So to me, it's more efficient, it's quicker, and it's so small and compact as well. So that's why I really like that. Um, in the same little pouch, um, like I said, if you look up the review of this waste pack, if you're interested, they'll tell you how all the pouches are. I'm not going to go in through there. There's a couple organizing pouches on the inside. That's one of the big reasons I wanted it. Um, I have a little SD card reader. <clears throat> I, I carry that with me in here because a lot of places I hunt, uh, Andrew and I have already scouted or I've scouted or he scouted, and we hang cameras on, whether it be scrapes, a mock scrape, a bedding area, or something like that, um, or just hockey, or just uh, deer trails. Mm -hmm. I can check those as I go in. A lot of times if I made a mock scrape, I plan on hunting that mock scrape, I can go and check the camera um, and then swap the SD card in it and go sit in the stand. And then once I'm set up in the stand ready to hunt, I can pull that out, plug it in my phone, and I can say, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Or I can stand at the camera, excuse me, and check the camera and say, okay, he's been here daylight in the last three days at, you know, on this wind. I need to get in the stand and get ready because he's probably going to come through between this 30-minute window because mm -hmm. that's what he does. And especially if you log it in on Spartan Forge. You look up the uh, historical weather yep. data. You look up the moon phase, the the wind, and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And when he showed up on that trail camera, you can kind of match. Oh crap! Today, the idea, the conditions are pretty much identical to yep. that last picture. Time yeah. to set up. And I don't use like a whole crazy lot. I know on one of our previous podcasts, I talk about having one cell cam. Since then, I've gotten rid of it. I wanted to try it before I dogged them or anything. Not that I dog them. I just prefer not having a, a cell cam. Uh, you can do what you want. I just kind of it didn't really align with my ethics, and uh, that's just me personally. Um, I like SD cams, and they're a lot more dependable too. I had a lot of issues mm -hmm. out of it anyway. So yeah, personally, you need a, you I just a thirty dollar SD camera. Um, and it works fine. Yeah, and it and, works really yeah, well. I'm not dogging a cell camera. I know yeah. they're more expensive because that's what they are. But yeah, you can you know one cell camera. Hundred and fifty dollars, mm -hmm. and you can get four or five thirty dollar mm -hmm. SD cameras, and you can look at four times. Yeah. The view. So that's what that's kind of what that's where I went with it. So that's what I like to do. So that's why I carry that in there in this other front pocket. Um, I actually have a Last Light um, headlamp. Um, if you haven't checked out Last Light, they're actually really cool. They started um, their main thing is like a out west and they like elk hunting and mule deer hunting but they make a couple pretty good products they don't have a whole lot like they don't have a huge product line but the few things they have i really enjoy they make a power bank that i have it has a light on one side a wireless charger it's solar it's like twenty thousand milliamps and it's like built tough it's water resistant that thing's awesome it's just too big for what i need for a day hunt um if i did a couple overnighters or something i would take that um, but it's really neat. I don't carry that with me. Um, I don't have to get into it, but they have a headlamp as well and it has a lockout feature. Um, it's really bright. I don't know what the lumens go to, but it's more than bright enough. Um, it is rechargeable and it recharges off the same 
USB-C that my power back runs off of and my GoPro runs off of. So I don't have to carry any extra cords. I don't have to carry any extra batteries other than what I'm already carrying. So um, I don't care if this dies and I'm not getting footage from my GoPro anymore because it died. I would rather charge this. I so. would say the best thing about having electronics, especially like a headlight GoPro, and, <clears> you know, you don't have the, the C charger cell phone, mm -hmm. but try to get all of your equipment to take the same kind of USB charger because yeah. one cord to charge four different things instead of four different Exactly, cords yeah. Them. So I, I have to run two cords because I have an iPhone and it runs off the old iPhone cord. But two cords, um, but that USB-C runs off three other things. Um, it also has a lockout feature. I really like that, so I don't have to worry about kicking on. And it also has a wave feature. So it has a sensor on the front, and if you click the wave, so like if you start processing an animal, you can before you start, you click that wave feature, and you can turn the light on just by waving your hand in front of your face. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you don't get blood. So it's all like in pretty your much like a motion tracker. Yes, and you exactly. Don't have to, and you don't have to. Yeah, like you said, you don't have to worry about getting blood. And then next thing you know, is like, why is my flashlight red? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so it's it's pretty neat. Uh, it's a pretty cool idea. I like it. It's doing good so far. I've not put it through like a lot of testing, but uh, most people I've seen the reviews of it. It'll mostly get its testing this. Far. Oh yeah, it'll get its. <laughs> oh yeah, going in and out. Um, but definitely. So that um, I got one of the. Um, it's like black face black. Um, I like the little chapstick version because the lid doesn't fall off as bad. And if it did, where it's recessed or whatever, because it's like a chapstick tube, it cranks out. It hopefully won't get everywhere in my pack. So that's literally it in the front two pockets, and the back pocket. I have a very small amount, enough toilet paper and a bag so it doesn't get bad. Um, I keep hot hands. If it's just absolutely super hot, I'll throw these out. Um, but I keep these in the truck, and I usually always keep, I think it's just two of them. Yeah, it's a two-pack. I always keep them in there because the, usually the only thing that's cold on me is my feet or my hands. And uh, I don't care to unlace my boots and throw these in them and then just loosely lace my boots back up if I'm not walking anywhere in the stand or just put them in my pockets keep my hands warm. So a couple packs of hot hands. I carry this. Um, I may lose it, may not lose it. Um, it's a chem light. Um, it's like a 12-hour, whatever color, yellow, green, blue, whatever it is. Um, the reason I keep it is it's kind of part of my kill kit. So if I do get an animal and I start packing it out on the stand, if it's so late, or it's just say I gut it and I have to come out to get a deer cart or a jet sled or a buddy, whatever the case is, um, there's a good chance I, you kill it and it's after dark by the time you go back. I can mark the kill spot with this chem light. And it's a whole lot easier going through the woods trying to remember when you left in dark and you're coming back and in dark. And you potentially put it in a place where you can see that thing 100 yards away. Yeah, and you woods. can hang, yeah, you can tie this up in a tree. You can clip it on a limb. It's got a little hole on it or whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't weigh much, and it lays kind of with the length of the pack in the back. So um, I, I've, I've got it in here for now. Um, it's, of course, like I really probably won't need it and then unless I get something. And then it's... Uh, course it doesn't help or it doesn't hurt that's like a little safety thing um, other than that there's some sd card slots in here um, that are like built into the pack i think i have two sd cards in here um yeah just two like just regular sd cards and of course my phone doesn't take sd cards um i keep one extra for my gopro it's a little micro but i keep it in the little the adapter so i can find it it's bigger and then i have an extra one and what i can do this uh, extra regular one what I'll do is I'll walk up to the uh, my trail cam, and uh, say if I hunt one that's near where I'm planning on hunting uh, my stand, I can just turn the cam off, swap the SD cards, and put this back in it, and turn the camera right back on, and then go get up in my stand, and then check it like I was saying, check it in the stand. But the SD cam or my yeah my SD cam's still running, and then if I leave that day, I don't have to worry about going back and fixing it, remembering to put the SD card back. So you just gave me an idea right there where I'm going to add an SD card to my Binoc harness yeah. of where just in case, um, you know, I got the reader of mine too.
but what if I want to keep that card and take it home with me? Exactly. Yeah, like so I, I, got, can, I can swap out a card, yeah. keep that camera running, yep. and I can don't have to worry about, which I got a plenty of extra, extra SD cards anyway, because that's usually what I did before I got a card reader, but mm-hmm. it's a really great idea. Just gave yeah. me an idea. So yeah, super, and it's, it's super simple. It doesn't take up no room. There's little pouches in it for yeah. here, but like you said, in your bino harness is a good little spot to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I can walk up, you know, sneak up to my camera, uh, wherever I'm at, pop out the SD, put the fresh one in, and uh, it doesn't hurt to do a swap on them every once in a while anyway. And then go sit in a stand, get everything set up, and um, do that. Other than that, that's it. That's everything. Um, of course, I left that stuff in it, but I mean, you can see how small it gets. Very streamlined, very minimal. Yeah, and other than that, I'll have my bow. Um, I'm just running. I'll go. I'm gonna do a whole video on my bow, and uh, we might do a podcast version on that yeah, too, I mean. and go over our bow setups. Um, and a pocket arm, and then my tree stand and two sticks. I mean, that's it. Uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty simple. Um, I have a uh, the Lone Wolf Custom Gear Sidekick that's going to go on the stand. Uh, I already ordered it, but um, it's not here yet. It didn't come with I ordered it when I ordered this, but uh, it shipped separately, so it'll be here anytime. I'm going to uh, put it on there. All i got to do is figure out where I want it. Right. Um, we're allowed to use screw-ins here in Virginia. Um, I just want to do as minimal movement as possible, so it's going to be on there. And I also have another one for the other stand that's on the way. So both my stands will be set up the same. One's going to be the .5, and one is the .75. Um, reason being is I, I bought this one, my son, and then my son said he wanted to go with me. Um, I wasn't going to make him carry my heavier stand, so I said he can use this one. And I ordered the .5 or .75, excuse me. And I'm going to set them up the same. The only difference is it's three inches longer, and I'll have and my bow holder and everything will be the same. Like what, what is even the weight difference between the .5 and .75? Uh, it's not a pound and a half, two I'm pounds. About to say, you I think it's even, a pound and a half. And you wouldn't even notice that. No, and that's and then when I'm not with my son, like if he's in school when I'm hunting, or it's just a trip that's too deep for him, um, I'm going to take the .5. I'm just going to go mm-hmm. that much lighter. Yeah. But that's the thing is the setup is all, like the same. All this will integrate straight to both stands, and there's no the only difference is be the backpack straps. Um, I'm going to have just the Lone Wolf Custom Gear backpack straps on the 7.5, mm-hmm. but that's because if I have it, I'm probably not going nearly as deep because right. my son's with me. Uh, if I go really deep, I'm going to have the .5, which has the full TX5 suspension system on it. Right. It's the only difference. Um, I mean – perfect yeah <laughs> like, like i mean you're perfecting it every day and yeah. i'm sure i i guarantee you me and you especially but you especially you you will change this gear setup within the next month mm-hmm. i'll tweak right it before yeah. october you'll tweak something add mm-hmm. something take away something and yeah. it'll be a little bit different but generally this will be the same yep i thought about getting rid of a co- i mean uh, like i said the binos they're give or take depending on the day what i feel like yeah, it depends also where you're hunting like if you hunt certain area of where we turkey hunted where we found mm-hmm. jumped that hen it was so super thick mm-hmm. there's literally no point in bringing binoculars yeah. in there because our visibility was like maybe 40 yards yeah and those i'll drop in the truck um and it's also if it's a close hunt i'm probably not gonna i'm gonna take these game bags out and throw them in the yeah truck if too. you're like if you're like hunting back here um either on personal property that you can hunt on or a national forest and you're only like maybe not even a mile back there mm-hmm. You don't really need. Yeah, if I'm less than a mile, or if it's uh, if it's one of those, because a few of the places we go have like a it's a foot traffic access road. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to take the game bags because we can. I can just walk out and grab a deer cart or get your bike and yeah, yeah, and, and get, my get your and and don't use your kids' uh, cart on the bike. I'm not advocating that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We, we wouldn't do that. Yeah, but uh, those I'll I'll ditch the game bags and that. Um, like I said, the tripod I may or may not keep it. Um, uh, it, it doesn't weigh much, and it, and it straps to the bottom. It doesn't take up much room. It's not in the way. 
Um, but we'll see if I, if this clip does everything I need it to do, I'll probably ditch the tripod. Um, but the clip's pretty universal. My plan is to put it above me is I'll use my bow rope and I'm literally going to put it around the tree, um, tighten it on itself and then just clip this to the bow rope, like just above my head to where it's pointing down over me and everything that's in front of me. And hopefully what I might have a, sh a shooting angle at. Yeah. And so I can hopefully just reach up if I see something coming in, whether it's a, whether I know what it is or not, as soon as I hear or see something, hopefully I'll have time to reach up, click it on. Um, the only thing I thought about adding is a GoPro remote mm -hmm. and uh, and taping it to well, my... Honestly, uh, I mean, the GoPro remote is really handy to have, but mm -hmm. if you got that GoPro app on your phone, yeah. it's also handy to use that I've, too. Yeah, I've, I've tried it. Sometimes it lags, and I'm afraid in the woods it would yeah. lag. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I thought about getting that GoPro remote and, and taping it to the pocket arm so yeah. it would be out there where I would hit record on my phone, and then I can click that. I may add that, um, and it weighs what an ounce. So, but like I said, I'll tweak it. We'll see what it is. Um, other than that, I mean, I think that's really it. Yeah. yeah the, the bow, I got three arrows in there. We got a nice little overview of Zach's setup. Um, we'll probably pause the podcast, get him to pack his stuff up. We'll get my stuff out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but yeah, if you want to take a look at it, um, you know, this is obviously a video podcast, but Zach will also have this just this gear part. Mm -hmm. Um, on his little YouTube channel, it's and just I'll have a, and I'll have a link to his video on the podcast video, and then of course my gear review, um, which is going to be similar to this. I'll have a link to his video on my on the just the gear review yep. too. And my channel right now it's just Zach Church, so yeah. CAC Church, and uh, everything will be on there. Um, other than that, the only thing I'm going to do before season keep shooting my bow. Uh, I got to tune my broadheads, which I'm not too worried about, but I'm going to tune those up. And I'm going to do a few practice runs with my mm -hmm. kit and, like, literally climb the tree, pull my bow up, shoot it, and then climb down and do everything to get reps with all my gear um, and then have my son practice with it so he can get reps. Um, most likely he'll be in the same tree as me, mm -hmm. but some setups won't work, and he might have to be in a separate tree. Um, he's already got his own harness and uh, his whole setup, so I just got to. He's got his own bow too, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's not a, it's a it's not for hunting though. It's just a youth bow. Okay, yeah, so, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, for Christmas he's he might be getting uh, something he can hunt with. So. so tell your son not to listen to this podcast till Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you have any questions, uh, feel free to like email me. Uh, my Instagram's fit underscore cop five. Um, yeah, we'll put the. We'll put the Instagram handle on the bottom of the screen. Somewhere like that. And, of that. course, it'll also be linked on the video yeah. description. Yeah, everything, so. everything you need to get in contact with us will be available in all three videos. Yeah, if you want to give me some hate, it's whatever. I don't care. But yeah. uh, if you want to message me, you want to say I drank the Kool-Aid, that's fine, too. I don't care. Um, it works. What so, flavor is the Kool-Aid? Um, flavor, whatever, Long Wolf Cups of Gear, I guess. <laughs> Cody DeCristo. But the, the, the stuff he says works, and I like it. So, obviously, it works. So you well, can, I was asking if it was like strawberry or cherry or oh, I hate grape or whatever. Like you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, y'all have a good one. Thanks. All right, guys. If you're tuning in to the Latched On Podcast, I assume you're already following or you've already subscribed. If you haven't, make sure to tune in to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Like or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to view all of our content. Our website is a hub for all of this, including new blog posts and a way of listening to the podcast and viewing our YouTube channel videos. Our website is appalachianoutdoors.wixsite.com slash appalachianoutdoors. Check out all of our content, and we will see you in the woods. All right. All right. Uh, we took a little break to get Zach's stuff off the table, get my stuff on the table. Zach's stuff's right up, still over here, obviously, to... Uh, for people to gawk over it and drool over it and all that stuff of people who like that setup i'm gonna go over my setup it's not complete yet but it's very similar to zach's in a lot of regards 
Um, I use the Skeletor um, climbing sticks um, with the two-step aider, similar to how uh, Zach uses his latitudes. Um, pretty much the same setup. Like I said, I don't hunt pretty much past 15 feet, and these definitely get me to yeah. 15 feet. Those are a little longer, too. They're 20. Are they 20 inch? I think so. They're 20 inches. Yeah. And uh, they're light, super light. They lock together really good. I got the aider attached to the bottom stick, and uh, it just it fits really good. And uh, I tie it to the back of my tree stand, um, similar to how Zach does his, too. So um, Is the Amstel aider? Yeah, it's the Amstel yeah. aider that you okay. sent me a link to. Okay. Um, so my tree stand's out here actually behind us. Um, I actually bought it off Zach. It's his Novix. It's a Hilo. Yeah, Novix Hilo. Um, it's only like, what, nine pounds, something like that? 9.2. It's 9.2. not super heavy. I, I put it on um, when he had the uh, TX5 suspension set on it. Felt really comfortable on me. He told me he was selling it, and I said, well, heck yeah, I'll buy it. So uh, I got the, my Airbly stock pack. I did a gear review on that thing. That's more like an optional thing depending on probably early season. I probably won't even use it. Mm -hmm. um, but later in the season, if I'm out for like more than half a day or all day, or even potentially I get stuck overnight, that Everly stock is perfect for a one-night type thing, and I can carry extra jackets, all that stuff in it. But probably won't use it more than not with the lightweight setup that I'm using right now. Mm -hmm. um, that's about really on the tree stand because I don't have the TX5 suspension system on it yet. I got it on order, and I'm still waiting on it. But what we're really going to talk about is everything I got right here on the table. Um... I got the Everly Stock Recon binocular harness. Um, I used a Vortex for a long time, one of those $30 Vortex. It's the one that comes with them, yeah. Yeah, and it was good. It's just I wanted something a little bit more durable. And the Everly Stock is pretty nice in terms of that regard. It actually comes with the front pocket right here. I'm not going to do a big in-depth review on it because there's so many out there. With little tiny uh, pouches with um, some... I guess some kind of like elastic, yeah. elastic on there to keep stuff in there. Usually keep my SD card reader in there. I'll keep my licenses in there and probably keep like one of them honey stinger waffle snacks. Oh yeah, those that we uh, get at Walmart sometimes because those are really good. A lot of carbs too. And uh, yeah, it keeps you to have good energy. And um, open it up. I got. They're not a name brand. They're a Kylie Tech. Got them on Amazon. They're twelve by forty two. Um, honestly, a lot of times I don't use them, especially in thick brush, but last couple of years I hunted a lot of old strip jobs, reclaimed strip jobs, so these definitely came in handy when I was glassing. I mean, mm -hmm. I pretty much glassed across these mountaintops on some strip jobs yeah, on those private clear, land. Yeah, those clear cuts and strip jobs, you can definitely glass on yeah, them. Yeah, like I think my grandmother's property, um, it's being reclaimed right now, and I hunted one ridge top, and I'm looking at another ridge top where there's big old oak flats on the top of mm -hmm. it, and that's like 700 yards. And I yeah. Was, I was seeing the hair move on the deer oh, that's these awesome. so these things were only like 50 bucks but it may not be a big brand but they work good for me and that's all that matters to me and uh honestly i still use a binocular harness because i really don't need it a lot of times but it's one of those things of like i'm so mobile when i go squirrel hunting i use a binocular mm -hmm. harness i'm rifle hunting i use a binocular harness even if i'm not using a tree stand so i just leave it on me regardless so i can just get used to having it on all the time and i got just a simple dead downwind uh wind detector on there you can get those at like any store walmart roll king whatever yeah they're like three bucks yeah that's what I, that's what i used last year i think i actually poured it in my bottle yeah that's all uh, I yeah, used. All, all it really is is baby powder yeah it's just I mean, scentless baby powder so if you need to refill it just put baby powder in it i got a little uh go 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 uh range finder the cover to the battery is actually off of it but i bought this range finder um it's 1200 yard range finder i uh, got it off amazon Real nice range finder. Works for what I need to work for. Um, a lot of times I use this thing more than anything. Um, mm -hmm. 
um, when I'm in thick woods and all that stuff because you don't need to look that far. Well, last year I ditched my binos altogether because I had the ten, I only had the ten by forty twos and they're exactly. heavy, and I ditched them completely and I just started using my rangefinder as my exactly because it's six by so it was and it, yeah when you're in thick stuff like that it's just yeah. easier to use it. And on the best thing I like about the Everly stock, it has that webbing on the back of it. So mm -hmm. if I ever wanted to add a water bladder or something to it and not even worry about carrying anything on my back, I could literally go so mobile that I have everything. Right there. I could actually probably like put a small little backpack on there. Yeah, that for rifle season um, would be It'd be sweet. good for rifle season. It'd be good for like squirrel season mm -hmm. any, or even just general scouting or anything like that. So that's one reason why I got it. But I'm going to dig into my, um, I'm going to put this down because my kill kit is going to be taking up the whole space. Um, oh, by the way, I use a dry bag um, with the saddle system that I'm going to pack with it. Um, it is a waterproof dry bag. I used it many times when I was kayaking um, with Zach and with Skylar and all that stuff. And it kept food dry, clothing dry, and all that stuff. The only reason why I'm gonna pack it with me is uh, if I need to put a rain jacket in there or just some kind of clothing that I don't wanna get wet or even GoPro gear. May not even use it, just depends on the weather. I may leave it in the truck as soon as I see it knowing that there's not, not gonna be no rain. Um, and, or if it's especially like an early season thing and I don't need to carry any extra clothing with me. A lot of times you have a nicer camera too. You, exactly. you have a, you I, have I do carry a, uh, I think it's a Panasonic. No, is it a Panasonic? No, it's a Luminix. Yeah. Which I think Panasonic does make that. But I use that big camera because it has an awesome zoom capability. I think it zooms up to 60 times. Mm -hmm. And I have literally been able to, I, I'll probably show video as a B-roll just to, in this video just to exemplify it. But uh, I've been able to film stuff that's, 700 to a thousand yards away mm -hmm. and you can clearly see what it is yeah. like that's it's awful. like almost right there that's really the big reason why i got that camera because i was seeing a lot of deer last year when i was hunting but my gopro couldn't zoom yeah it. and you can barely see some videos of where i was hunting up on the woods and there was a bear and there was a, not a bear it was actually after the bear there was a deer that showed up a little spock buck but he mm -hmm. was 70 yards away in the woods and the gopro barely picked it up yeah so if i had that camera though you would have saw the hair you know moving in the wind off of it mm -hmm. Well, we're going to go into my kill kit. I'm going to move the mic a little bit so you can get a good view of it. Um, I carry a little first aid pouch. It's one of these simple um, ones that you can get at Walmart. It's really just bandages, a couple bug bite sprays, um, you know, poison ivy stuff. It's got some Tylenol, stuff like that. And I've added a few things to it, like some uh, tape, bandage tape. I've added some fingernail clippers to it in case I get a splinter or just anything that needs to be cut. And I carry this uh, potable aqua tablets mm -hmm. um just because they're so small and uh, i think you have to wait 15 minutes and but it's kind of like the same thing it's, it's more like an emergency purifying water supply yeah it's like um, the similar to what I have. it's not as it's not as mobile and quick as the water droplets mm -hmm. but it's more like a thing just to if i need it and i'm not and i don't have my water purifier on me or if i'm out of water mm -hmm. i use these oh, that says just wait three minutes yeah just wait three minutes oh, that's but awesome. i think there is a thing on there that says i don't know if it's on this bottle but it says uh, precautions, wait 30 minutes before drinking. And I want to say there was something on there that said you can't drink so many of this in a certain time period, but I'm, uh, not, sure. Okay. I'm not sure. I've heard that. that on the tablets, but the drops, so you don't think you have to do that. That's why, that's why I got the drops. Yeah, that's why I've definitely been looking at the drops as well. Yeah. And the mock just these are good for to, These are great for backups, though. Yeah, that, that's what I, exactly why I got them for. Um, I got the 6 a.m. outdoor. I'm moving the mic because it's a, 
I don't know why. Anyway, uh, same pretty much uh, game bag setup to Zach Scott. It's a 6 a.m. outdoor. Uh, one's a large, one's a medium. I actually got these because Zach used them last year, and I saw they're reusable, they're breathable, and they're not that expensive at all. No, yeah. Um, the the kits are, which any game bag kit is, yes. but the, I like those. That's one of the only companies that sells them individually. But like so a you large can piece and a medium. You could pretty much, if you're deboning a deer, you oh, can yeah. pretty much fit that out of there. Yeah. And I actually got two mediums and two larges. I only keep the large and the medium, though, in this kill kit. The other two will stay either in the vehicle or they'll stay at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just one of those things I can swap them out if I need to. Mm-hmm. The reason why I bought four of them is because they're having a special deal on free shipping. And I was like, let's buy a bunch of them. <laughs> um, I carry this little thing in my kill kit. It's one of those things that it's kind of like it can be in, it can be out. But it's one of those things where you, you put it in the rectum of a deer and it kind of helps with the cleaning process of like you don't have to worry about feces mm-hmm. or uh, urine getting on any of the meat and all that stuff. I do that really just as a thing of like if the deer is going to be difficulty butchering mm-hmm. and I don't want to risk potentially spoiling some meat. Yeah, but that'd be a, great for like a day that say you kill it of the evening and you yeah. pull out because you don't know how the shot was and you go in the next morning. Exactly. And it's sat there for a little while. The meat's still good, but that's an extra precaution to to keep anything off the that's meat. That's literally what I do, and it's just an extra precaution. It doesn't weigh nothing at all. It's just a little, you know, time space consuming. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it doesn't weigh nothing at all. So mm-hmm. you can't even tell it's there. Um, I carry one of them Kim sticks. Zach actually gave it to me. Same reason I use it. He said he used it for um, 12 hours. You can use it to mark a kill site. And if you're walking back in, you can see this thing mm-hmm. hanging in a tree or something. You don't have to. And worst comes worst, all your batteries die. I mean, exactly. that thing works. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so if all your backup batteries go out, then exactly. you got a lot. Um, I'm going in this little internal pouch right here got some extra blades for my knife, which I'll grab out here in a minute. And uh, the blade remover, I keep that on there just because it's just a safety issue. I, I, I can remove the blades without this thing, but it runs the risk of cutting your finger, and oh, I don't want to cut my finger in the woods. So that's just how the Havilon knife is, though. Um, keep a little Bic lighter. Um, I've actually found that in my Havilon knife case, but I took my Havilon case knife out. So I just put it in there now. Carry some orange paracord, 550, just cheap stuff. Um, it's really just to, it's not long enough really to do a lot with, but it's one of those things of I can cut it and use the threads inside of it, and I can use that to tie off the rectum track. Okay. So I don't That's have to worry cool. about anything. You use that to hang the game bags too. And you, you, you can, but I got more paracord. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do not short on cordage for any reason. I guess it's just a redundancy factor for me. Um, I got a Havilon. Um, blade, um, you know, replaceable blade knife um, works great. Works same way as Axe Gerber. Takes the same blades too. Yeah, that's yeah, what's cool. So same exact if you blades. run out or I run out, we exactly. as long as one of us has an extra. And I love the reusable blade feature. Um, a lot of people may give me hate and say, "Well, you just sharpen your blade and they'll cut just fine." A lot of times, I don't have time to sharpen my blades in the middle of the woods. That's the only reason why I carry a replaceable blade. I do carry another knife on me, which is like a buck knife or anything like that that I usually keep on me but for most of my game processing and especially in the field before i get a chance to butcher it i use that havilon knife that thing worked great for my six pointer i shot last year and it works great for turkey mm-hmm. like i can butcher i butchered three turkey um for me and my buddies um throughout the season and i was able to butcher each turkey just cut the breasts off cut the thighs and the legs get all the most of the meat off i could do a turkey in like 10 minutes oh yeah yeah they don't take long at all um got some reusable well it's not reusable but um flushable uh, toiletry wipes it's just like biodegradable know, yeah biodegradable stuff that's yeah. all it is and uh my my primary lighter the big lighter is a backup but i carry one of these uh rechargeable lighters that you can use a i think it's a c charger 
No, it's a just a micro USB. Oh God, now I'm gonna have to carry two cords. <laughs> anyway, but it's just an electric thing that does a little arc, and it's just uh, the reason why I do that is is because butane sometimes can evaporate if it's like I think under 20 degrees, something like that. Um, so it's one of those things of like if the bic don't work if it's super super cold late season, this thing will still work. Um, but I'm I'm looking, I'm making sure this thing is empty. That's my kill kit. That's literally everything in my kill kit right there. I've streamed it down a lot, um, really thanks to Zach. Zach's gave me a lot of ideas with it. But unlike Zach's setup where he keeps his binox and everything in that pouch too, I carry my binox on my chest. Mm -hmm. So we're carrying about the same type of equipment. I'm just carrying the binox up here. Yeah. And this thing will either sit on the bottom of my chair, similar to how your pack was out on when you had the Novix. Yeah. Or I'll keep it on the back of it while I'm hauling it out. So um, like I said, my kill kit's really simplified. Um, it's designed to get the deer out of the woods mm -hmm. instead of me doing all the work at home. Mm -hmm. So it's real simplified. It's just, like I said, I got the, the thing for the anus right there. Cleans that whole uh, hip area, ball joint area, where I don't have to worry about potentially contaminating the meat. If I want to debone it, all the meat in general, I may not even use that thing. Use the game bags. Use mm -hmm. my stand because it pretty much acts as a meat shelf. I can put the game bags on that. And uh, I'm solid. Mm -hmm. um, is, that, is this like your essential kill kit? It's do pretty you, much my essential kill kit. Do you kit. keep your headlamp or anything in there? Um, I do. Um, well, no. No, I actually probably keep my, my uh, headlamp in my binoc. That makes sense. Because that makes I have a little sense. bit more. I have, you know, that where they have that extra space. Because where the Everly stock is so modular, I can actually buy another utility pouch for the other side of it. Uh -huh. It's down there. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. There's a, I got my rangefinder over here, and there's another side. I can put a utility pouch on there. So I can put my headlamp. I can put... I mean, whatever I need to yeah, fit in there. Absolutely. Um, that's one reason why I looked at the Everly stock. Um, FH Gear makes a great one too. I looked at that one because it's the FOB is great and modular, mm -hmm. but the Everly stock does the same thing. It's a little bit cheaper, yeah. and it's made in America. So yeah, I bought the uh, FHF chest rig. Yeah, the HFF chest rig is phenomenal. Um, I saw Zach's and it was great. You can see reviews on it and all that. Which stuff. I may use it during like late season if I have to have more gear, yeah. um, like warming stuff. But I think the main reason I got it was for turkey hunting and fly fishing. And yeah, we got that mentality during turkey season last year of like just using the chest rig, like how Clay Newcomb and a few of the meat eater guys use. Mm -hmm. They're just using a chest harness to turkey hunt and we're so mobile anyway. I got a little uh, off brand Chinese chest rig that I got for like 15 bucks like three years ago. And I don't know why I didn't use it for turkey season. Yeah. But uh, it's actually a pretty good deal on Amazon, though. Yeah, if you I just mean, want something little to get. If in the you woods. want something little, it's perfect for carrying your pistol in, carrying some a couple of pot calls, um, diaphragm calls, and it's Velcro too, so you can put like shotgun uh, sleeves on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I'm gonna probably use it for dove season when dove season opens up. And yeah, get that weeks. FHF gear like turkey seat uh, or like turkey kit or the upland bird yeah. kit. And uh, I'm literally gonna like I'll probably literally buy the F uh, the turkey kit on. Uh, the meteor store mm -hmm. or FHF and put it on my either my my current chest rig mm -hmm. or eventually I may get an FHF uh, chest rig it just all depends but we're getting off subject on that that's just my essential kill kit we're going to do another video eventually about our whole tree stand setup but we're waiting on some products to arrive first before we do that mm -hmm. but this is kind of like a podcast slash gear review episodes we're doing pretty much three media projects all in one right here so yep. um, Zach's gear go through will be on his channel He'll have links to this video podcast and my gear review thing. And, of mm -hmm. course, this video podcast and my video will have links to his stuff. So everything will be integrated. You can flop back and forth. 
take ideas from mine, take ideas from Zach's, yeah. and apply what's good for you. Yeah, um, no, nothing's perfect. That's why our stuff's different. So, I mean, like we said earlier, Zach's setup's probably going to change in the next month and a half. My setup will probably change in the next mm-hmm. month and a half because Zach's given me a lot of great ideas to minimize my setup because I used to be this guy that would carry too much in the woods. Yeah, I think everybody goes through that stage. Yeah, it was, everybody like, does. My early 20s, it was exactly like that. And uh, now where I'm, I'm older, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit more out of shape than I was when I was 18 years old. Um, I don't like to carry 30 pounds worth of gear in the woods. If I can keep it under, tw- if I can keep it 20 or under, I'm happy. Yeah. And that tree stand, I think I weighed that tree stand with my sticks, and uh, and the pouch and the empty dry bag. I, I didn't even really count the dry bag, but that pouch, the two tethered sticks, and that tree stand was 15 pounds. I was gonna say I figured it'd be 15 or sub 15. So with the TX5 suspension system, that may add a pound to it. It's barely a pound. Barely a pound. Yeah. And then um, I'm gonna carry my saddle on me. It's a tethered phantom saddle um, with this. It's got a little uh, the little suspension system on yeah, okay. it to keep me from falling off, from it falling off my ass. Yeah, walking in. That was my big thing about the a yeah. lot of the saddles. That's why I went to the one I did because I can. You can just carry it as a belt. I could put much. yeah, I can put it up on my hips and then yeah. tighten it up, and that's the reason Which I, I mean, went to that. Next year I might do something similar to how your minimalist mm-hmm. setup is too because I like that setup. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like one of those things like we're giving each other ideas and. We're copying each other to yeah. improve our own setups. And mine and Zach's setup are very similar because mm-hmm. we've collaborated so much over yeah. the summer over gear. And we mm-hmm. obsess over gear. Like, I, I, there's not a day that goes by that we're not texting ideas to each yeah, other. Yeah, that's true. So, I uh, hope you all enjoyed this video, this podcast, um, everything. It was a long one, but um, yeah. it was a special one. So, we're going to go- Do you still use your saddle? Like, as a saddle? I, I'm planning on using it similar to- um, to a saddle. I'm going to use my safety harness similar to you, but it's kind of like one of those things of like we talked about in the last podcast of where you eliminate 50% of your body by sitting down. Mm-hmm. And it's also one of the things like where I saddle hunted, you know, all last year. Yeah, that's all you did. Um, I did both. And I had the knee pads, which I may add to my pack also. Um, it just gets uncomfortable after like three or four hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not one of these guys that can sit still in the saddle setup yeah. for more than three hours. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was pretty miserable after three hours, um, just because maybe I just like the sit and setup, or maybe I just like to move so much. So I got, I bought your uh, tree stand that you sold me, um, mainly to act as a giant platform, mm-hmm. which I still got my predator platform. I may still use it every now and then. Like if I only have two hours to hunt, I may just pack in with the predator platform. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But if I'm gonna hunt back, like back behind your house on National Forest. Or if I'm going to hunt just anywhere where I know I'm going to be gone all day, I don't see a point in packing the Predator platform. I'd rather just pack that. Mm-hmm. And then if I get tired after a couple hours of saddle hunting, I can sit down and shoot a deer from a deer. It's the best of both worlds. It's, I'm literally pretty much switched to a hybrid setup. Okay. So, uh, but, yeah, I pretty much, yeah, I'm using my, I'm using that tree stand as a uh, sort of like a saddle platform slash yeah. tree stand. Okay. I like it. That's literally what I'm doing. Um, that's the best way I can describe it. I'm using the best of both worlds. So, uh, guys, like I said, podcast ran a little long. We've got two videos that's going to come out of this podcast, plus the whole podcast. The, the reason why I'm going to tell you to watch the videos individually is because there's going to be a lot of B-roll footage that goes with those videos that um, shows these um, products up close and personal. Mm-hmm. Um, so the podcast is just what you're seeing right now, obviously, with the cameras and all that stuff with the different angles. But you're going to see better views of certain gear in each individual gear review episodes so guys i uh, hope you all enjoyed this episode um or videos whatever you know 
and uh, we're going to do some more podcast videos, especially before deer season. We're going to talk about our tree stand setups. We're going to do YouTube videos on that. Yep. And uh, we're really going to talk about just how excited we are for deer season. Absolutely. Go shoot your bows. Go practice with your gear. Let's see. Uh, recording this episode, it's last week and a half of August, uh, technically hunting season opens in a week and a half. Squirrel season opens up first weekend of September, and yep. so does dove season. Um I'm Zach's not a big dove hunter, mm-hmm. but and I, we're probably gonna miss opening because I think we have to work on opening day. But uh, it's not gonna stop me from getting out in the woods after opening day. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna start some hunting content with some squirrels and some dove hunting and getting ready for that deer hunting thing. So, guys, uh, we hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, I'll have a few gear descriptions in the in below. Like mainly like uh, websites for like Lone Wolf Custom Gear, mm-hmm. uh, and TX5 and all that stuff. But for the most part, just see what you got right here. See how it applies to you, and make what you want out of this. If you like what we have, if you don't like what we have, you know, is what it is. Give us the hate mail. Give us the love mail. I don't really care either way. But I uh, hope you all enjoyed this episode, and we'll catch you all next time.